Welcome to the Steve Travelly Show on demand. Don't forget to follow this show so you never miss a minute. In Jersey, what the hell are you doing here? From the streets of Union City to your nighttime radio, Steve Travelly's keeps you in the Jersey, no. Welcome to Wednesday night in New Jersey. Steve Triple E's have we got a Wednesday night for you. Of all the Wednesday nights that you could have, this is the one that you want. Trust me. Henry Winkler's coming on tonight at 9-10. Fonzie, Henry Winkler is coming on. Gene Cousineau, Henry Winkler is coming on. Uh, the guy from Royal Pains, I can't remember. I used to watch it all the time. It's coming on. Oh, my God. I, uh, we talked this morning. I taped it. And it was uh, such a great conversation. We talk about happy days. We know the Barry finale, which just happened, the end of the Barry. What a surprise ending, too. Uh, I'm not going to talk about it in case you didn't see it. Uh, but he got so many awards for Barry. He got his uh, first Emmy for Barry. And uh, we talk about Fonzie, of course, and Gary Marshall and Adam Sandler and Ron Howard. And God, you name it, we talked about it. And it's going to be on tonight at 9.10 after the news. Trevia at 10, music movie. Movies, television, New Jersey, New Jersey 101.5. Uh, we're giving away those lottery tickets, those scratch-offs that you like so much. Gemini is going to be here. Um, uh, la, 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 Jeffrey Paul, Justin Gonzalez, Mark Rickadon is on location. <laughs> he's, he's doing a comedy He's doing a comedy fundraiser for uh, for a weed factory or something. I don't know. But he knows that he's going to get laughs all night long, so that's a good thing. Uh, so we got that coming up. And what I want to start this off with before we get into it, does this ever happen to you? You know, um, Henry Winkler is going to call me at my house at 1030. You know, usually when I do this, I want those home setups that I could arrange. Uh, you know, I could interview from my house. I could actually do radio from my house. And I've done radio from my house. But uh, a lot of times when you do these interviews, they don't want to give you the phone number. They'd rather call you. And sometimes my phone uh, doesn't always allow me to get the call. And I really don't know why. You know, uh, and sure enough, it's 1030. He's supposed to call. And I'm waiting. And I'm staring at the phone. I mean, I've been up all morning preparing for this. I couldn't wait to talk to him. I'm a big fan. And nothing. And about 1035, I text the, uh, you know, the guy. And the guy says, He's been calling you. He called you at 1030. What do you mean he called me at 1030? And uh, next thing you know, he says, I'll take care of it. And I test my phone. And when I call my phone, I call my home phone, my landline from my cell phone. And the only reason I have a landline is to do interviews. So, and it works. But yet, when I got the, when I got the guy, he said, you know, he's been trying to call you and he hasn't gotten it. And Henry said it. And, you know, the interview is going to open with, it's great to finally talk to you. And... I feel bad because I had nothing to do with it. And this happens. This has happened on my phone, my landline. It has happened on my cell phone. Has it ever happened to you? Have you ever, like, waited for a call and for whatever reason your phone decided 
to send it right to voicemail or that you didn't need it, be it the cell phone, be it the landline. I don't understand why that happens. Shouldn't you get a say to at least the opportunity to reject the call before the phone decides you shouldn't have the call? I mean, how does that work? 1-800-283-101.5. Have you ever missed an important call because of your phone? I, I don't understand, like, because, like I said, the phone worked. There was no reason for me to miss the call. But yet, Henry Winkler went to voicemail. And then you feel like, you know, you feel embarrassing. I'm sorry, I don't know. And you had no, nothing to do with it. You know, uh, if you work for the phone company, I'd love to know why this happens. But have you ever had a situation where you were waiting for an important call and you never got it? Because it went right to voicemail. I mean, yeah, I imagine, you know, you eventually call up and make good and, you know, do the mea culpa and I'm sorry and all that. But I don't understand why it would happen. And why your phone gets to decide what calls you should have. You know, my phone doesn't know me well enough to know what calls I want to have. And yet the calls that you don't want to have, they come through all the time. Right? Rings off the hook. Tell the marketers, rings off the hook. I should have got Bramnick with the Seinfeld law. Right? I wasn't spam. That was that was no spam. That was Henry Winkler. All right, 1-800-283-101.5. Has this ever happened to you? Did you ever uh, lose an important call because you never got the call because your phone sent it to voicemail? Is it easier with the cell phone than the landline? Uh, what do you do when that happens? How do you prevent that from happening? Like, if you absolutely positively want to get the call, how do you do it? Because I have no idea. I guess it's just random. I guess, like, if somebody's going to call you and the phone doesn't know who you are, is the first step they send it right to voicemail? 1-800-283-101.5. So I'd love the answer if you have it. Uh, the other thing I want to ask you, uh, you know, when Samson cut his hair, he lost all his power, if you read the Bible. And I know you read the Bible, right? Well, when Phil Murphy got a hairstyle, his approval rating dropped tremendously. In a poll of more than 1,000 Garden State adults, 42% think New Jersey's headed in the right direction. That's down six points from the fall of 2022. 50% said the state is on the wrong track. That's up 5% since the fall. Uh, resident views on where the state is headed have always been mixed throughout Murphy's tenure, but now they're pretty bad. 47% of New Jersey residents polled approve of the job Phil Murphy is doing. Uh, that means 53% do not. This is a new poll that was taken and, uh, a Rutgers Eagleton poll. So I want to start this off. We are Jeff and Bill talking about how Chris Christie is going to throw his hat into the presidential ring. There were thoughts that Phil Murphy could actually run for president, and that's why he was uh, foofing his hair. But uh, 1-800-283-101.5. If I asked you, how do you feel about Governor Murphy? If I asked you, very simple question, how do you feel about Governor Murphy? Do you feel that we've gotten better or worse since he's been in office. He came in office eight years ago. Uh, no, six years, seven years ago, whatever it is. Uh, I remember the night when he, came, when he was elected. He was elected almost instantly. Within 10 minutes, he was elected. Because his name wasn't Chris Christie. Because his name wasn't Donald Trump. And I got that. I was shocked when he got reelected. 
when Jack Chitterelli almost beat him. And yet, since then, we deal with wind turbines. You know, we're dealing with ridiculous gas prices. We're dealing with uh, all that we're dealing with with Governor Murphy. You know, he got he got uh, lauded for getting us through the pandemic. Yet we had more deaths per capita than any other state in the union, as well as a country. Any country. If we were a country, we'd lead the world. But I'm asking you. 1-800-283-101.5. Starting off, do you ever have you caught your phone? Just send an important call to voicemail. But how do you feel about Governor Murphy? On a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being the best, what would you give him? And I want to hear the people who elected him. Where the hell are you? Right? Here's your chance to defend your governor, the man you voted for, the man you want in office. Here's your chance to defend him. Do so. 1-800-283-101.5. And don't leave money on the table if you have to move out of state. Robert Dukansky of REMAX First Advantage is buyers lined up to get your home sold faster for more money than you thought possible. John's mom had already moved to Texas. He had power of attorney to sell her home in Aberdeen because of permit requirements with the township. This sale was no easy task, but Rob and his team were up to the challenge, assisting John every step of the way with amazing results, getting John to the closing table after 18 showings and multiple offers in 23 days on the market, selling the home for $325,000, which was $26,000 over the list price. Robert Dukansky of Remax First Advantage has superior marketing to sell your home for the highest price possible. So call the only agent I would call if I needed to sell my home. Call Robert Dukansky at 855-350-1015. That's 855-350-1015 or online at robsellsnj.com or Google robsellsnj and then you start packing his fast traffic. 15 minutes on New Jersey, 101.5. Steve Trevelis. Henry Winkler coming up at 910. Trevia coming up at 1010. Headlines and treadlines at 930. And your thoughts on Governor Murphy. Uh, his approval rating is dropping tremendously. Down to 47%. Rutgers Eagleton poll, more than 50%. Uh, don't think we're doing very well here in New Jersey. They are the ones that actually live here, I think. But how do you feel about them? 1-800-283-101.5. Canny's in Wachung on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Canny. Hey, how's it going? Good. How you doing? Good. All right, what are you thinking? Um, so I was a Murphy first-time voter, first time around. Uh, last election, I did vote for Jack. Um, definitely, uh, Murphy was a disaster during COVID-19. I mean, I could, you know, give you a list a mile long. You know, it's just like, I don't understand people having lived through Murphy with COVID-19, how they reelected him. And since he, now he's got nothing to work loose. He's got nothing to worry about. He can do whatever he wants and he's doing it. And there's not a damn thing we can do about it. No, absolutely not. And uh, again, you know, you mentioned the wind turbines, you know, he's heavily invested in those. Um, of course, he's not going to do anything about it. And I actually heard a, you know, a commercial on your station saying, oh, all that disinformation about marine what? life dying. Like, did Murphy, did Murphy and his, you know, investors pay for that commercial? I was like, of course. What do you, know? what do you Cammie, Cammie, who do you think inspired that commercial? 
Uh-huh, where do you think where do you think they got that idea from? Because they heard uh, us. They heard us killing right. the turbines. The next thing you know, oh God, we better get an actor and an actress to do this <laughs> BS commercial. Because because the people that vote for them are so freaking stupid, they'll buy that BS. <laughs> oh well, the guy in the go, uh, gee, is that misinformation? And, and, and the vote is like, uh, duh, I guess he must be right. We must vote for him. But thank you, Phil, for clearing that up. <laughs> this commercial paid for by paid for by Murphy. <laughs> this, the, exactly. stup- the, stu- the stupidity we have to deal with. Kenny, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Yeah, Governor Murphy, he's, uh, he ain't the popular guy he used to be. I don't know that he ever was popular, though. I think he was like the alternative. But now... Uh, New Jersey residents, according to Dino Flamia and my computer, which keeps deciding to do whatever. My computer has now replaced my phone, you know. Uh, New Jersey residents have less favorable view of Phil Murphy as a person and as a governor. Uh, most residents have heard nothing about New Jersey's budget. Since the fall of 22, there have been a less favorable view of Governor Murphy. And half of New Jersey wants school funding to be equal for all districts. So how do you feel about him? one 800 283 on a scale of 1 to 10, where would you rate him? But you know what? Give me this. Let's make this positive. What would you like him to do? What do you think he should be doing that he's not doing? That would be a more uh, productive hour, I think, you know? I mean, I like the way Dino wrote this and the bullet points of, you know, this is what we want. We want equal funding for all districts. We should have equal funding for all districts. There's no guarantee that if you throw more money into a uh, lesser economic district, you're going to get more graduates. There's no guarantee that, you know, and people shouldn't be deprived because they work three or four jobs to make the money to survive and they shouldn't be penalized for it. But we are in New Jersey. You know, kids are being punished in New Jersey with curfews. We are respecting their civil rights. And we are punishing him. Last night, uh, PBA President Pat Colligan called in. And we talked about it. We talked about the curfew. We talked about the police uh, rights when it comes to kids. Third degree violation of the civil rights could result in a, the officer going to jail for five years. How does this happen? Murphy. So what is the result of this? The result of this is cops now don't want to go near kids. God forbid anything happens to a kid because... Uh, The police weren't there. And all the police would ever do is drive them home. They weren't arresting kids for pot. They weren't busting them for booze. They were taking them home, giving them back to the parents. And now, you can't do that. You know, in schools, you're not allowed to tell, you know, the, the school can't tell the parent if the child is uh, LGBTQ. The child is LGBTQ. The school can't tell the parent. Now you got more and more cases in court where they're fighting that. Different towns in New Jersey. Where do you come up with this? Phil Murphy. And I think what's happening is people are now realizing that you can be against this. You can have the opinion that this isn't right. And be vocal about it. And that's what we do here at New Jersey 101.5. But when you look at um, the polls... You see it going against the grain, you know, and, and it's bigger. You know, it's not only Phil Murphy, you know, Target, whether it was $40 million in a couple of weeks when they started selling LGBTQ clothing, Bud Light, it was $5 billion in a couple of weeks. 
Now Kohl's is a big thing. But regardless of that, getting back to this, how do you feel on a scale of 1 to 10 about Phil Murphy? Uh, Rutgers Eagleton poll had him 47% approval rating. Just under half of New Jersey residents polled approve of the job Murphy's doing as New Jersey governor compared to 54% in the fall of 2022. It's up six points in the fall, 43% disapprove. Murphy's favorability, now how residents view him on a personal level, not only as a leader, has taken a larger fall. The poll notes down 10 points, now 37% of New Jerseyans have a favorable opinion of the second-term Democrat. 31% have an unfavorable opinion. 29% have no opinion. 3% admit they don't even know who he is. So 1-800-283-101.5. Not to knock him. I mean, you know we're not crazy about him. But how do you feel about him? What do you like about Governor Murphy? What do you dislike about Governor Murphy? If you could change something, if there's something you feel that he's not doing, if you could get his ear and you could get him to do one thing, what would you want him to do? You want him to take away the wind turbines? You want him to uh, spread out the school funding more evenly? What would you like? Give the police more power when it comes to dealing with minors? What would you like? Did you ever think you'd live in a state where these would be three things we'd have to talk about? 1-800-283-101.5. The budget is a joke. And the joke is on us. And this is the way we have to live in New Jersey. So uh, if I were to ask you, and I am, how do you feel about Governor Murphy on a scale of 1 to 10? And again, if you like him, please... Stick up for him. Here's the chance to call and, and, and tell me the good that Murphy's doing. And you notice, when I ask, give me the good that Murphy's doing, I got a blank board. What does that tell you? <laughs> His hairdresser isn't even calling me. 1-800-283-101.5. Steve Trevelace. Right, Henry Winkler coming up at 9. Trevia coming up at 10. And Chad coming up right now at 7.30. 15 minutes on New Jersey 101.5. Steve Trevelace. Phil Murphy's uh, approval rating down to 47% in New Jersey. Uh, there's a whole lot of Jersey movies I can put that up against uh, that it's uh, not as good as. Some better. But I want to know if uh, you had the governor's ear and get him to change one thing. And also, how do you feel about Governor Murphy? Do you approve of the job he's doing? Or uh, would you like to see him uh, make a few changes? 1-800-283-101.5. Michael's in Berlin on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Michael. Yeah, hi. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. So can I make a comment before I tell you what he needs to do? Sure. What's the comment? Okay. That survey that you mentioned should be viewed in the in the background of having 2 million Democrats versus 1 million Republicans in New Jersey. So that's 47% is really, really bad for him. Yeah, that's a good point. And the next question is what I really want him to do is maybe hang himself and let his family ship him to Massachusetts and bury him there. Uh, all right, all right. That's not right. Now, come on. You shouldn't say that. All right. Morning. <laughs> Kim is in Point Pleasant on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Kim. Hey, how you doing? Good. How about you? Good. No, the one thing that he should do is never run for public office again. Right. That's it. 
I've never disliked any public figure, and I can't stand him. What he did in COVID, keeping those kids out of school and so isolated, or even what he did in healthcare, as far as like people didn't get routine visits, telehealth could not fix, you know, people getting their PSA test or uh, an, a colonoscopy. And now I have very good friends of mine have colorectal cancer because they missed screens. Oh my it was God. Absolutely ridiculous what he did. And, you know, there's a lot of consequences that people actually don't talk about. And, you know, it's the kids and the people that miss their screening. You know what? There's so much collateral damage, like what you just said, from the way he handled COVID and not letting people weren't allowed to say goodbye to passing relatives because of COVID. You know, when you look at the whole way and he shut out the government, he did it all himself. Correct. And I actually I, I am a nurse and I signed on and I worked through that. People were hostages in like those facilities for 28 days yeah. and they could not leave and they missed their other treatments. So, and then they said it was COVID, but they missed their radi- their radiation. They missed their chemotherapy. They missed certain things because everything was shut down and they were not allowing even the nurses to go back unless it was just for certain things. And you know what? We haven't even talked about all the deaths in the nursing home. Kim, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Mike is in Woodbine on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Mike. Hey, Steve, how you doing? Good. How about you? Doing all right. So I, I don't like him, first, I, but I think as, as a liberal governor, he could have done a lot worse. Like in New York, you have the no bail laws, and you have, like, all these people, you know, roaming the streets, they're hitting people with hatchets and baseball bats and letting them go. You don't have so much homelessness here in New Jersey as you well, have in New Jersey is sm- now, Wait a minute. New Jersey is smaller. And you're also comparing New York City to New Jersey? Like when you're saying homelessness and all that? When you're, when you're There's a aware, major homeless problem the, here the, in New Jersey. The mayor of Albany. Right. We have to go up to Albany. I mean, when you're a little more on your... You're cutting out. You're cutting in and out. He's like trying to t- you know, toe the line a little bit. So I'm not, you know, I'm not saying he's like he's the best thing since life. No, no, no. I get what you're saying. Worse. But I, I don't know. I mean, considering the way he handled COVID, we were worse than anybody. And then when you look at... Question, he screwed that up. Yeah. Yeah, all right. So there's that, right? Then you look at the wind turbines where you've got all these whales and porpoises uh, washing up on the beach. I listened to Spadia's podcast, uh, The Common Sense Club with Kelsey Grammer, and they had Mayor Vaz on talking about how... The cities have to pay for the removal of those caucuses, those whales, those dolphins, and everything that washes up. You know, Murphy doesn't pay for that. The state, New Jersey, the cities have to pay. The, you know, the towns have to pay for that. You know, I mean, there, there's another thing. You know, we can get into homelessness. I mean, I, I, you know, I work with people from people for the poor. I know the head of the, and, and there's a major problem with homelessness in New Jersey. And, you know, now it's at the point where they're talking about, you know, rounding people up in the heat to find them shelter. I mean, the one thing we don't have, thank God, is the busing that's being sent up from Texas to New York. And New York is screwing that up so badly that now they're taking veterans out of hotels. Homeless veterans are now going to be turned out so that we could put people who snuck into the country into the hotels. We're not doing that yet. That's right. So yeah. see, that's what we're trying to find something decent the guy did. Yeah, good, I agree with everything he just said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good, good luck with that. You, I mean, when you find something decent, I'm here for you. Spiros is in Flanders on New Jersey 101.5. Spiros, how are you? 
Good, good evening, Steve. My, uh, uh, like I said, uh, before I heard you saying about Murphy. Right. Everybody was worried it's going to happen, like the second turn. Right. Uh, you can't see from the food prices, the gas prices, especially the rentals prices are like for one bedroom two thousand dollars plus. People can't find the right job. Like even I'm looking for a simple warehouse job to pay my bills, right. and everything's dead in there. I was like. Even a part time in McDonald's, they don't like hire you like for ten hours. Like it's crazy now. Yeah, and, and you know, I, I, people he talks about sanctuary state and people coming in from another country. What country are you going to come into that you can survive living in New Jersey? Exactly. You know, and, and, and you come in thinking, yeah. I'm going to get the American dream. Well, the American dream is not to take whatever you have and just give it back to the government so they could give it to people who don't work. Hey. Yeah. Exactly. You can't see the price from the houses. It's like sky up. Like, uh, you can't. You can't see that every day. That's your. You can't see people saying it's high and high. And New Jersey sucks. New Jersey. But why you vote when you say it's and Murphy sucks? Why you vote him? Like I can't. Understand that I don't understand. You know that's the yeah, one thing I don't crazy. understand. It is crazy. Spiros, thanks for the call to New Jersey one hundred one point five. Chitterelli almost beat him. And what does that say? In a blue state, Christine is in Pennington on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Christine. Hi, how are you? Good, how you doing? I'm good. What are you uh, thinking? I do not approve of Mr. Murphy. Um, I had COVID squatters during COVID that cost me over $90,000. Oh, my God, that's a tragedy. He should take, he should take this... Uh, uh, money from the federal government for COVID relief and pay the landlord. He took the money. Thousand people did not pay their rent during COVID. And, and he took the money and bought eight SUVs, set up a transgender hotline. Meanwhile, like you said, landlords got screwed by COVID squatters. And they didn't get any of the relief money, and they needed the relief. Nope, I can't afford health care, but I got to take care of people living in my house and pay all their bills. Is that over with now? Are they out? They are out, but it costs me a lot of money and a lot of attorney fees to never ever get paid. Oh my God! I'm so I'm so sorry that you went through that. I, I know a situation like that. Uh, that if I get into, I'd be talking for about an hour and a half. Uh, all right, one eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five. Governor Murphy's approval rating down to forty seven percent. Your thoughts on the governor? What do you like about him? What do you dislike about him? What do you uh, What do you wish you could change? And uh, if you voted for him, please call. Tell us why. Please, please tell us why. Spring is finally here. You're back outside doing what you love the most. Is pain holding you back? Don't you want to enjoy life without pain? Well, you need to go to Trinity Rehab. Trinity Rehab can help. Pain or even age is no excuse. Trinity Rehab is unlike any place you've ever tried. No prescription needed. Same-day appointments. Fast results. Trinity Rehab actually fixes the pain instead of masking it. Call Trinity Rehab at 800-518-0977 or go to trinity-rehab.com. Be sure to ask about their EPAT therapy. 
It's cutting-edge acoustic pressure wave therapy that breaks up scar tissue, enhances healing, frees you from pain fast. In fact, most patients see results in three five-minute sessions, and no prescription is needed to get started. Trinity Rehab has dozens of locations in New Jersey and Pennsylvania, like their newest ones in Woodbridge, Flemington, Toms River, and Wall. So you know there's one near you. For more details, visit trinity-rehab.com. That's trinity-rehab.com. Minutes. Under Jersey, 101.5, Steve Trevelis. Go to nj1015.com. Uh, PBA President Pat Culligan was on last night. We were talking about the uh, curfews and the kids and the uh, and hard it is for police to deal with kids thanks to the new laws by Governor Murphy where the policeman could end up in jail for five years for uh, busting a kid for uh, weed or alcohol. And all they would do in the old days is simply take the kid home. They weren't arresting anybody. Like you said, 90% of them weren't arrested. It was just, you know, take them home. But now, can't do that. You're uh, violating the civil rights. You figure it out. Uh, in fact, as a matter of fact, uh, Senator Anthony Bucco and Declan O'Scanlan came up with a release today about that. Uh, but... Governor Murphy's approval rating is 47%. And a lot of people are known you're too crazy about Governor Murphy. So I'm going to ask you, especially since uh, he did win the election, so I imagine somebody voted for him. How do you feel about Governor Murphy? And uh, what would you like to fix? If you could get offer the governor a little piece of advice. Tony's in Monroe on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Tony. Hey, Steve. How are you, brother? Good, buddy. How are you? Hi. All right. I have one suggestion for Joe Murphy, and I think you would agree with me. I want him to run for president. You want him to run for president? Why is that? Of Italy. Of Italy. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Be in his villa full time, nowhere near New Jersey. Mm -hmm. And I have one question. Who are the 47% that actually approve of him? That's a scary thing. that is that that's that's frightening tony with a number one radio station and you would figure in the last hour somebody would have called in here and said hey i like him what's the problem why does nobody stick up for him nobody i mean not even like nobody it's a phone you could hang up when you're done nobody will defend them. right right apparently half the people like him almost <laughs> yeah but but they're but they're not existing when you're out in the street when you're talking to your friends when you're in discussions you go to go to the barbershop Remember that? Do you? Does anybody ever talk about the praise the governor? You ever hear a positive word about him? No. But apparently, he got elected. I I don't know how. I I, I have no idea. There's got to be pictures. There's got to be pictures. Rich is in Yardville on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Rich. Hey, Trev. How you doing? Good, buddy. How are you? I'm good. Hey, listen. I got two things. Uh, in 2020. Uh, Murphy administration borrowed $5 billion to balance the budget. Do you remember that? Of course. Put it on a credit card. Okay. That that would have been illegal against the Constitution of New Jersey unless he declared an emergency, which he did. Right. So now they have $5 billion left over in COVID money. So he borrowed it to balance the budget for COVID. Mm-hmm. Why doesn't he take that $5 billion and give it back to the loan? And give us a break here. Because he was too busy buying SUVs for himself and uh, and the posse. And he was too busy yeah, setting up a transgender hotline. And God only knows what else he's going to be too busy doing. 
what he's not doing is uh, giving the money back, like you said, to uh, give us a tax break. We don't deserve it. We're just a working man. Well, the other thing I have is uh, I door dash. Mm-hmm. So I go to all these little hotels up and down 130 and Route 1, and you look and you get to the, ho- the motels, the Motel 6s and all that, and there's no cars out front. But you go in there, and the, it, they're full. They're full of prisoners. Prisoners? I got early release, and uh, illegals. The place is packed. Smells like pot, and they eat DoorDash all day. And they're eating DoorDash all day. Oh, yeah. Yeah, three times a day. I'm telling you, we got to just sneak out of New Jersey and sneak back in. That's how we do it. We get health care. Our kids get college paid for. We can't lose. Rich, thanks for the call. The New Jersey 101.5. There's the solution. Rose is in Flemington. Show me a rose. Hi, Rose. Hi there. Um, I just want to make a, a point of view from the uh, from a blind, disabled person. Okay. Uh, we have not failed, fared very well with this governor. Uh, rules were changed. Things he decided in some, some really crazy laws. Uh, and then also... Uh, the fact that we lost a lot of public transportation. There used to be something called the Trans Bridge Line that you could get from New York to right. Newark. And, you know, it w- went down to Lambertville and Frenchtown. Uh, it died during the um, pandemic. I mean, nobody would get on a bus, right? Right. Uh, <laughs> but it never came back. Fact, it never came back. I mean, there, why don't we have a business development plan here of, number one, getting... Um, uh, another bus lineup. I mean, it's needed. I mean, it cleans up the air. I mean, who the hell wants to drive all the time? You know, can get on the bus in Lambertville and go out to the airport on some yeah. of them. Go go to uh, to New York. To Wherever the- you need to go, you yeah, should be yeah. able to go. And there, in fact, as I'm concerned, there should be more expansion of buses in New Jersey. We'd all breathe a little easier. And also, too, the fact. Well, that- you know what? It's funny. Like all those SUVs he bought, they weren't electric cars. And uh, why not? If you want to, if you want to have a electric bus line, the only problem is we'd have to pay for it, and we just don't have the money. They could find the money, but yeah. you know, but, but you know, it's we not just a priority for him because he's got his driver. Uh, he's got his driver, is, but he also got a new SUV added to the deal. Yeah, sure, of course. They take got to take care of him first. Mm-hmm. Uh, you cannot call the uh, the old telephone number it was you know a nine zero eight excuse me a six zero nine number on. You know, and talk to somebody over in the governor's office. That's gone. They don't want to talk and, to you. No, no. And the other thing is, we have so many seniors and disabled people. I mean, I'm blind. I mean, and other people here in my community can't get an aid. I know. I know. It's it's ridiculous. Rose, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. All right. We take this into the next hour. Uh, Governor Murphy's approval rating has dropped to 47%. How do you feel about Governor Murphy? There's an article at NJ1015.com where it's not only professional, it's personal. People now are so fed up that they just don't like him. So I'm going to ask you. If you could, you know, your thoughts on Governor Murphy, how you feel about him, but also if you could change something that he did. What annoys you most? What would you really love to change? Jersey Radio. Every time I drive home, always something interesting. New Jersey 101.5. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talking to you till 11 o'clock at night. Steve Trevely's hanging out. 
Trivia at 10, music, movies, television, New Jersey, New Jersey 101.5. And guess what we got as prizes? That's right. $20 worth of New Jersey lottery scratch-off tickets. If you win, we won't even ask to split it. Go to nj1015.com and check out my blogs on the fundraiser I'm doing uh, for Ronald McDonald House Saturday night down in Glassboro. And uh, also... Um, Pat Colligan called in last night, the uh, New Jersey State PBA president. We're talking about the curfews for the kids and how tough it is for uh, the police to be able to police kids thanks to the new laws by Governor Murphy. And the conversations on NJ1015.com. It's uh, really deep and you should read it if you're dealing with your kids and curfew. Uh, Governor Murphy, not the most popular governor anymore. A Rutgers Eagleton poll has seen him dip uh, in a lot of ways. In a poll of more than 1,000 Garden State adults, 42% said New Jersey's headed in the right direction, down six points from 2022. 50% say the state's going on the wrong track, and that's up five points from 2024, uh, 22. And uh, just under 47% of New Jersey residents polled approve of the job Governor Murphy's doing as governor, compared to 54% in the fall of 2022. Zip popularity, she's a waning. So how do you feel about Governor Murphy? On a scale of 1 to 10, uh, and they say as a person as well as a governor. So, I mean, they're getting personal here. But how do you feel about Governor Murphy? If you could change something, or what most annoys you about the things he does, or what do you want to praise of what he's done? Brett is in Flemington on New Jersey 101.5. Brett, thanks for waiting. No problem. So I'll preface this by saying I'm not a fan of Murphy, but I'll give you three good things that he did. Okay. Uh, one, he uh, he eliminated connection fees. Those are fees that townships could impose on small businesses when leases change hands. Right. Uh, for example, my business was looking at a $50,000 connection fee, which is just the rights to use the existing sewage lines in the already existing structure and buildings. So oh, my God. He removed, he removed that, which was great. That was great. Um Two, uh, he decriminalized marijuana, which I think was a good move. Well, wait a minute. And hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it. Yep, go ahead. Did he, he decriminalize it? He didn't legalize it. We, the people, had to vote it into legalization. I mean, he really made that happen. Though. He tried. No other governor got anywhere near as far as he did. Now, wait a minute. We had who? Uh, McCorzine got medicinal marijuana. Christie had to go along with it. He was stuck with it. He didn't like it. But... You know, as far as the marijuana goes, he said he'd be able to do it in the first hundred days. He couldn't do it. It finally took a couple of years before it went on a referendum, and then we voted in. Granted, he tried. He didn't succeed. We did that. Yeah, I mean, again, I'm not a fan of him, but I still kind of chalk that credit up to him. Okay. You know, I'll give him his piece on that, uh, even though, again, like you said, we voted it in. But, right. Um, and then three... He's trying to simplify and about to uh, change some laws for existing breweries. Like today, you can't have a food truck on site at a brewery. That's illegal. And he's about to pen some legislation that's going to change that and make that legal and a whole bunch of other stuff. Like You know it would be great? On TVs and other stuff he can't do. If he would make it legal that these marijuana bars that are going to sprout up where people can go and uh, enjoy their weed, that he could have, that they're allowed to serve food as well. Because for some reason, uh, the marijuana bars are not, you can have food brought in, you can bring food, but you can't sell it there. And if they could do that, if he could change that law, that would be such a boon for restaurants. Because now any restaurant in New Jersey could put a, an edible you know, section on their menu. They could have a munchy menu. 
and it would it could save the restaurant business. Because right now, you can go to a restaurant that serves booze and bring your kids. You can go to Fridays and have dinner with your kids. So why couldn't the same thing be applied to marijuana? Yeah, no, I agree. Um, you know, that's why I prefer small government and less interference because, you know, just let the people do what they want to do. Um, Too easy, right? On a brewery, I can't sell a can of Sprite. Yeah, it's, is, it's ridiculous. Know, to me. Yeah. yeah. So what, you know, what don't you like? Uh, well, I don't like his stance on gun control and, you know, what he's trying to do to squash the right to carry now that it's become, you know, fairly recognized. Right. Um, you know, he's, you know, tax, tax crazy. You know, he's not looking to, you know, reduce our taxes or, you know, give us any. Well, if tax uh, is your problem, New Jersey's not your state, right, according to him. Yeah. So, you know, we we do have that um, I get we are. Brett, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. 1-800-283-101.5. Let's try this. Give me, uh, give me your thoughts on Governor Murphy. He's got a 47% approval rating. I'll give you a New Jersey movie. And you tell me if the New Jersey movie's Rotten Tomatoes rating was higher than Governor Murphy's approval rating. 1-800-283-101.5. And again, it's not like I'm here to bash him. It's just like so frustrating. And it's good that now you see that, you know what, you're not alone. Because you live in a society where if you say anything, next thing you know, you're the bad guy. And with this situation, when you just see how we're going under, we're going under as a state, we're going under as a country, and you feel helpless and that you can't do anything about it, only to find out that, you know what, you're not alone. If anything, you're not alone. And more and more people are standing up and saying they don't like this. You know, they don't want this. So if I said to you, this Rutgers-Eagleton poll has the governor dropping down. Most residents have heard nothing about New Jersey's budget. Why? It's our money. Why can't we know? Uh, Since the fall of 22, uh, the residents have a less favorable view of the governor. Half of New Jersey wants school funding uh, equal for all districts. And that just makes sense. Why can't the school? You know, there are districts. I know people who teach and they'll tell you. Then, you know, there are some districts that get so much money that they have to spend it. And they just, you know, uh, flaunt it away. And then there are other schools that struggle. And the teachers are buying pencils for the kids. Governor Christie had a great idea with this. Where he said, uh, every student, you're going to spend $6,500 on every student regardless of where they live. Some places the property taxes would go down. Some places the property taxes would go up. But every you, you want to talk about equality. Why should we throw $28,000 a kid in Asbury Park or Camden and $300 a kid in somewhere else? Makes no sense. But then again, it's New Jersey. Does it have to? 1-800-283-101.5. So Murphy's got a 47% approval rating. I'll give you a movie. You tell me if that movie is higher or lower. This is a Jersey-made movie. All right? Residents feel less positive about the governor uh, and the future of the state. And, you know, we're going to be stuck with this guy till you know, 2025. So what do we do? 1-800-283-101.5. And if you could give him advice, if you could counsel him, you know, do this. Or what would you like to see him do? And again, here we are, 816. And no one has called in the last, you know, since 7 o'clock. No one has called to praise the governor. No one is called. The last call we had, Brett, the first guy in an hour, at least before he didn't tell me why he didn't like him, gave me a few positive things that he did. 
Wow. This is why he doesn't come in here for us, the governor, right? <laughs> because the, the, our listeners would tell him, you know, it's better he goes where they just praise him. Uh, 1-800-283-101.5. But uh, residents' views on where the state is headed have always been mixed throughout Murphy's tenure. A sharp contrast from the extreme highs and lows during the Christie administration and an indication of the hyper-partisanship and polarization that have permeated politics both statewide and nationwide. This is Ashley Koenig, director of the Eagleton Center for Public Interest Polling at Rutgers, New Brunswick. So 1-800-283-101.5. Your thoughts. On a scale of 1 to 10, where would you rate the governor? Are you happy? Uh, Are you sad? And uh, what would you uh, suggest that he do? If he could fix one thing, if you could get one thing fixed, from your governor, you just wave your magic wand, and that's what happens. What would you like? You know, it's funny. There's so many choices. There's so many choices between the wind turbines and the school taxes and the COVID relief money. We could go on and on and on. All right. one 800 I'm Steve Trevely. This is New Jersey 101.5 Fast Traffic. I it's Father's Day. New Jersey 101.5 is giving Dad some meat and some heat. Starting Monday, listen for our Father's Day meat and heat code word at 9 a.m., 2 p.m., and 5 p.m. You can win instantly. Some meat, a free $100 Wegmans gift card. You'll also qualify to win some heat. Our grand prize of a $900 Weber grill from Parks Casino. There's three chances to win every weekday. Thanks to our sponsors, Wegmans and Parks Casino with the closest live table games. Exit six off the New Jersey Turnpike. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Good luck and happy Father's Day. From New Jersey, 101.5. How you feel about Father Murphy? No, not that 70s show with Merlin Olson in the lead playing a priest. I'm talking about our governor, whose approval rating has uh, sunk a bit. 47%. I will put that up against some uh, Jersey-made movies, the Rotten Tomato reviews as well. Jeannie's in Huntington County on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Jeannie. Hi, Steve. How you doing? Just talking with you. I'm doing great. How are you doing? All right. What are you thinking? Well... I'm thinking a whole lot, but to try and put it in a brief nutshell, um, I honestly don't have anything positive to say about this man. I honestly thought he was using us as a stepping stone, not even being from here, but trying to accomplish all of these, you know, puffed up accomplishments, you know, as paver stones on the way to the changing the shape of his office. But didn't he state not that long ago that that office was not for this man, quote unquote, or did I get that wrong? He, uh, you're talking about the, the, the million so that he spent to renovate his office and his wife's office? No, I, I'm not talking about that. Or oh, the actual, go- the, the governor office is not for him? No, 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 that he wasn't going to run for president. Well, you know what? He said that because Biden said he was. So he's not going to, you know, he had to back Biden. Biden's now running. So I don't know what Democrats can run for president now. Are you going against your party? Right, right, right. He has no choice there. I mean, if Biden said he wasn't going to run, that's a different story. I mean, but when Biden said he's going to run, Murphy immediately came out and backed him. He had to. Right. Yeah. 
Right. But um, I'm just, I'm honestly kind of disappointed in us as New Jerseyans and grouping myself in there because... Did you vote for I him? I haven't done my fair share of voicing my... Um, dislikes about well that's what you've got us for his office or exactly that's why i'm so glad and which i don't think he even has the pair much less to come on the show but he came in once and he didn't like it and then he went over to news 12 because you know it's a different animal it's a different you know it's television and radio are different but you know christy to his credit yeah it's a kinder animal Christy, to his credit, came in here. I think your audience has the true New Jerseyans who would, you know, have woken up and had said, listen, not here. You are not doing this crap here. No. Not in New Jersey. Go back to Massachusetts. Do whatever you want. Whatever. Trying to pave your way to the White House. But you're not going to get away with this crap here. All right, Jeannie, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. The only problem is he did. He got reelected and put in all these crazy policies, and this is where we are. Peter is in Lawrence on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Peter. I didn't vote for him the second time. Good for you. I voted for Chitterelli. But the thing is, the only positive thing he did was give us $1,500 for anchor tax relief to pay one real estate quarter. Yeah, right. Now, if I had any advice for him, you know, my mother, they say I'm crazy. My mother and father must have been crazy to take care of the assembly and Senate for 26 years at their restaurant then. What do you mean? I haven't been able to find a place to live. You haven't? For three months, for two times, three times, Four times income restrictions from Delaware Heights, from Princeton Arms, from Estates Boulevard apartments. Uh, and on the 15th of June, I'm out of luck. I'm going to be homeless. I'm going to be in an Airbnb. You're kidding. What happened? No. What happened to all the money from the restaurant, from your, from your parents and all that? The restaurant was sold for 475000 in 2002, my mother and father did not invest correctly. Oh, Peter. They took, the state took 80000 out of their pocket. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. They have enough money to get by from age 72 to 95. And then you have Medicaid. Then you have Medicare. And you have the rest of the popping jays who mm. don't deserve a dime. Well, listen, I hope it works out for you, man. Keep me posted. I mean, know what's happening. 1-800-283-101.5. Governor Murphy's popularity is waning. And I just want to know how you feel about it. Some of the ideas, he's got a 47% approval rating. Okay. Now, these are some Jersey movies. Ryan, get in here. We'll play a little game. You want to call and jump in, you can call and jump in, all right? Uh, Hold on. Hold on. Chad, you you want to get on the mic or you, uh, can you get on the mic? Right. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm here. Governor Murphy's approval rating mm-hmm. is 47%, according to the Rutgers-Eagleton poll. Yeah. Is it higher or lower than the Rotten Tomatoes rating for Artie Lang's Beer League? Uh, I have to say um, it's higher. 
It's higher. Yeah. I'm, Ryan? I guess I'll take the other side. I'm going to go lower, team lower. Unfortunately, uh, Artie Lang's beer league was 27%. Oh. Mm. Okay. Now, now here we go. And how about this yeah. one? And the movie Atlantic City, mm-hmm. 47% for Governor Murphy. Mm-hmm. The Rotten Tomatoes rating, higher or lower, the Burt Lancaster movie Atlantic City. Higher. Uh, I guess I'm going to go team lower again. <laughs> well, guess what? You would be right because Atlantic City got a 100% uh, Rotten Tomatoes Ooh. rating. What? I'm shocked. I never um, seen that one. Oh, Burt Lancaster. I think Susan Sarandon's in it. All right, how about this? Kevin Smith chasing Amy. Mm. Higher or lower, the Governor Murphy 47% approval rating. I'm going to keep rolling. It's got to be higher. Murphy's higher. Or, or no, Chasing Amy's higher chasing than Amy's 47, higher. yeah. And you? I think Chasing Amy's lower. That feels like a lower for me on the third You guys one. are not on the same page. <laughs> chasing Amy got a uh, 88%. Yeah, it's a good movie. See, That's I've a, never seen these movies. That's the uh, problem. Yeah, it's a decent one. It's good. All right. Ja- uh, James J. Braddock, played by Russell Crowe oh. in Cinderella Man. Oh, th- this is easy. Okay, you're ending with a, this. This is definitely rated higher than, than Governor Murphy, than Murphy for rating. sure. I got I, I've seen this one. I think it's higher as well. You're going higher as well. Good choice. Uh, Cinderella <laughs> right. Man came in at eighty percent. Eight thirty in weather every fifteen minutes on New Jersey one hundred one point five. One eight hundred two eight three one hundred one point five. Steve Trevely is hanging with you till uh, eleven o'clock tonight, and uh, we got Trevia. Coming up at 10, music, movies, television, New Jersey, New Jersey, 101.5. And uh, Henry Winkler is going to be at the Philly Fan Fest, the Fan Expo in Philadelphia this weekend at the Pennsylvania Convention Center. Uh, Michael J. Fox is going to be there. Christopher Lloyd is going to be there. The cast of Back to the Future is going to be there. So many people. Rudy. Sean Astin's going to be there. His father, John, you know, is Gomez. And uh, Henry Winkler's going to be there. And uh, I spoke with him, and I uh, taped it this morning. So we're going to talk later on today. All right. Uh, we were talking about Governor Murphy. And uh, I got movies here. And what I'm going to do is give me a call. Give me your thoughts on Governor Murphy. I'm going to give you a movie. And if you get that movie, and this is a Rotten Tomatoes, uh, review the Rotten Tomatoes ratings, okay. Uh, and I wrote this when uh, President Trump had a forty-five percent approval rating, and I said, you know what? I'm using the Rotten Tomatoes tomato meter, and this is what they gave it. So if you uh, give me the movie, I'll give you give me uh, I'll give you a movie. You tell me if Murphy's forty-seven percent approval rating is higher or lower. I want to know the two eight three one zero one point five, a forty seven percent approval rating. You know, it's it's less than half the people approve. And you know, we talked about you know what we would do, what we wouldn't do. Surprisingly, uh, no one's calling to defend them. You know, which is odd since so many people voted to elect them. But that's okay. But when you look at these movies and you see like you know where where they fall. On a 47% approval rating. Some of these movies I thought would be rated much higher. And uh, they're not. And some of these movies that you would think would be rated lower. Ended up actually being higher. So uh, give me your thoughts on the governor. If you could give him advice. You know, what are you disappointed about? Like people say they disapprove. The, the approval rating is dropped. What do you disapprove of? And 47% like him. So what do you like? 
Ray is in Cream Ridge on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Ray. Hello. How you doing, Ray? Okay, I'm fine. All I'm right. enjoying listening to your show. Thank you, Bob. I appreciate that. So what do you think of uh, Governor Murphy? Well, the, uh, I did get the senior, uh, I don't know if it was senior or just uh, something, the, uh, the um, uh, property tax rebate, right? which I absolutely loved. It was like uh, my property taxes are so crazy. So getting 10, 10 or 15% of it back is awesome. Excellent. But, uh, but that's about the only thing that I've gotten out of this administration. So, um, well, you got money out of this administration. That's not bad, right? What's that? I said you got money out of this administration. Yeah, a little bit. You got the money back that you put in, but still, you know. Yeah, but uh, that's about the only thing I've got out of this administration, and uh, uh, I'm more negative than positive on on uh, the governor. What don't you like? I don't like the um, the alphabet, the LGB, whatever. Why? Uh, why? why? LGBTQ plus? I, I don't like it because it's in our face. I don't like anything that's in my face, you know, pushing anything that's... Uh, we you know. see, that that's the shame of it. Because I don't think that, you know, the LGBTQ, you know, want it that way. It's just kind of happening. And I don't know that it, it's, you know, why can't we just live and not live? I know, you know, you live the way you want to live. I live the way I want to live. And God bless you. Go do whatever you want to do that makes you happy. But, you know, we seem that we have to force things on people. And it's the people who are doing the forcing that have nothing to do with it. And I, I agree 100%. And I've got family members that are, are in that community. And, uh, you know, I, I just don't like it in my face. Like, uh, you know, do what you want to do. Uh, don't push it on me and all that. I think so. that if that happened, that if we all just lived and that lived, everybody would accept so much easier everything. Right. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. It's just too easy. But the problem is uh, if we did that, then it'd be people would be losing money because there's, you know, there, there's money in complaining. There's money in hate. And, you know, there's money in racism. And that's what we get. People go after it uh, and keep everybody divided. On a grassroots level, we all get along, I, I think, you know, in my experience. Uh, but the media tells us that you don't get along. And then there are people who buy into that narrative and they profit from it. 1-800-283-101.5. But as far as Governor Murphy goes, I mean, I think with the governor, you know, he's when you're the governor, you're trying to please everybody. He ends up pleasing nobody. But I think now the tide is turning. I think people are now realizing that he's, uh, you know, that they've been had, you know, and what they thought they were getting, they're not getting. You know, they voted for legalization of marijuana. Pat Colligan was on last night, the uh, New Jersey PBA president, saying, you know, you think if the parents knew that they would vote to legalize marijuana and the cost would be they lose their parental rights with their kids, the cops wouldn't be able to, uh, you know, uh, look out for their kids, bust the kids if they're drinking or smoking, that they would have voted to legalize marijuana? You know, did when you when you voted for Murphy, were you expecting these results 
You know, were you expecting the laws to change the way they did? The restrictions to be put on the way they were. You know, you elect the governor, but you don't get any say in how things are run after you elect the governor. You elect the promises of the governor. And then when the governor gets in, things are totally different. Would you have voted for the wind turbines? Would you have voted for the COVID relief money to be spent the way it was? You got the vote on marijuana because he couldn't get it through. That was a job for us, we the people. So I'm asking you, the people, when you see the results of what the governor did, are you happy? You said, you know, are you are you for or are you against one eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five? If you could change something, what would you change? Because you know, in a couple of years, there's going to be change. You know, there'll be new candidates running more and more. And as far as president goes, Governor Christie apparently is going to announce that he's going to run for president. Now, that would be interesting to me. Uh, and I'll tell you why coming up. 15 minutes on New Jersey 101.5, Steve Trevelis. All right, Trevi is coming up at 10, music, movies, television, New Jersey, New Jersey 101.5. Your prize will be $20 scratch-off lottery tickets. How about that? Anything can happen in Jersey. And uh, that would be right here. Gemini will be here. Jeffrey Paul will be here. Justin Gonzalez will be here. We will ask the questions. Henry Winkler, the um, finale to Barry aired. And uh, he gives his thoughts on uh, Barry, which won him so many awards. And, of course, Arthur Fonzarelli. You can't, uh, you can't talk to Henry Winkler without Arthur Fonzarelli. He, <laughs> the character that basically changed the generation. Fonzie was huge. Huge. Fonzie yeah. wore glasses in one episode. Oh, man. And ophthalmologists talked about how kids wearing glasses went up exponentially. Really? Yeah. That whole phrase, jump in the shark. Yeah. That came because Fonzie jumped the shark. <laughs> and that's when, during the draws, you know, Fonzie, you know, the Cunninghams went on vacation. Fonzie jumped the shark. And now they said that's when the show started to turn. So whenever you hear the phrase, oh, the show jumped the shark in this episode, that was because oh, Henry Winkler really? jumped the shark. Oh, yeah. Um, and he started off the thing about Henry Winkler. Yeah. He started, uh, it was a bit part. Uh, Gary Marshall, you know, it was supposed to be Ron Howard because the American Graffiti was the movie with Ron Howard and Cindy Williams. Yeah. And they cut a pilot, Love and the Happy Day, which ran on Love American style. Mm -hmm. And Gary Marshall would just come off the odd couple. You know, they, uh, they, the timing was right. Like every 20 years, you can do a nostalgia piece. So it's 1973. Mm -hmm. Let's do a bit on the, let's do a thing on the 50s. And they come up with Happy Days. That makes sense. And it was Ron Howard, Anson Williams, Donnie Most. Uh, like they were the, uh, Anson Williams and Ron Howard were the main characters. Fonzie was brought in. He wasn't supposed to wear a leather jacket. He had to wear a regular jacket. Uh, wore, rode a motorcycle. We never saw him on the motorcycle in the beginning. <laughs> and he was like the cool guy. But it was a bit part. And he went in there and he, Mickey Dolenz was up for the part. And he did it so well that they gave him the role. And then once he got it, he eventually became, he took over the whole show. <laughs> it became Fonzie Mania, you know. Yeah. Fonzie, I should, in fact, I should have asked Henry Winkler the question that I wanted to lead with. <laughs> and I just remembered, do you still, can you still turn on a jukebox by hitting it? Because he was, was like that. That would have been really funny to ask him. I mean, I I didn't see any of his stuff. And when I first saw him, uh, I would say the first time I ever saw him on a screen would have been 
and it, I've seen like the pictures of the Fonz, but in terms of like actual video, it was the very first episode of Barry. Mm-hmm. Um, and then completely I, different guy, completely different guy, different character, different different look. I mean, you know, life life comes at you like a ton of bricks sometimes. And if you look at Henry Winkler, I'm kidding. I, I um, no, he oh, well, you know what he that's had to do what he had to do for the role because yeah. if you saw Henry Winkler as Fonzie. When he was out of the Fonzie makeup, he was completely different. Yeah. And he talks about it in the interview about, you know, what was he going to do when Happy Days ended? And how do you how do you top that? Yeah. Which is not, you know, we, we could do an hour that one time. You know, iconic performers who were actually able to top themselves. Because that's not easy. Or um, actors who stepped out of their usual like what they're known for to do something else like uh like brian cranston who's in a lot of comedies and then he did breaking bad and you know Mm -hmm. showed like a whole different side not that he was never in anything other than comedies but uh to be able to have that that reach as an actor to be able to be both be believable as a funny character and as a very intense and scary person that's not easy that's like what we did last week with the two you know the actors who created dual roles you know, dual yeah. iconic roles. But yeah, but to be able, because if you ever, there, there was the movie Eddie and the Cruisers. And Eddie and the Cruisers 1 was basically, it was a Jersey movie, starred Michael Perret, who we almost got on the show. I'm working on getting Joe Pantoliano on the show, because he's yeah. doing Rock and Roll Man in New York. He's Ralphie in The Sopranos, and uh, also uh, Doc in La Bamba, mm-hmm. and he was also in Eddie and the Cruisers. He was Doc in Eddie and the Cruisers. He was the manager in La Bamba. <laughs> but anyway, um, the thing about Eddie and the Cruisers was, you know, it's this rock and roll mystery, like whatever happened to Eddie Wilson. And then you find out at the end that he's still alive. And he faked his death. No spoilers, though. Then in Eddie and the Cruisers, it's 1983, <laughs> you know. Uh, so it's now, now they do Eddie and the Cruisers 2. And the idea of Eddie and the Cruisers 2 was that this guy uh, who was this giant, you know, this mega star, couldn't he collapsed under the weight of trying to top himself yeah like he didn't think he could ever get any better than he was so because of that he was doomed to fail so rather than live a life of a failure he would fake his death and move to canada wow <laughs> and uh but it was it's it, despite that good movies yeah. henry winkler is coming up so if you're a fan of the Fonz, you're a fan of gene cousineau you're a fan of henry winkler and don't you go anywhere all jersey all the time all this topic resonates with me new jersey 101.5 whatever gets you through the night All right. Getting you through tonight is Steve Trevelyse. So uh, when John Lennon made that song, he uh, was living with May Pang for the 18 months last weekend. You know, she's been on. And one of the things they did was visit the set of Happy Days. And uh, it was one of the moments uh, that Julian Lennon loved. And Henry Winkler, of course, on Happy Days, he's going to be at the uh, Philadelphia. He's going to be at the Fan Expo. The Fan Expo Philadelphia this weekend, June 2nd through the 4th. It's going to be incredible. They got celebrity Q&As, industry, uh, cosplay, gaming, anime, entertaining, an informative session from all areas of pop culture. Wait till you hear who they've got. They have got Michael J. Fox. 
and his Back to the Future co-stars, Christopher Lloyd and Tom Wilson, Joseph Quinn, Grace Van Dien from Stranger Things, Sean Astin, Lord of the Rings, Rudy, you know his father John, as Gomez, Vincent D'Onofrio from Daredevil, Law and Order, Criminal Intent, and of course, Henry Winkler. Uh, you know him as the Fonz, you know him as uh, Barry, and they just wrapped up the series finale of Barry. And I got to speak with Henry Winkler this morning uh, at 1030. Uh, and it went like this. I am so happy we're finally talking. I know. I know. I've been a fan of yours for so long. Uh, we actually met once back in 1996. You were speaking at, at a Jewish uh, fundraiser in Balakinwood. You gave an incredible talk about family. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, which I never forgot. As a matter of fact, you know, could, could you do that again? Give me your thoughts on family and the importance of it. Well, what I know for me is that family, if you're lucky enough to have uh, a cohesive family, literally keeps you above water um, in the good times and in the bad. They um, They support you. When you need it, when it, everything seems to be falling apart, and they cheer you when everything gets back together again. And then, of course, I have two puppies, and uh, I can't say this, but I think I like them better than my children. <laughs> now, your family came here from Germany. Your uncle Helmut murdered in the Holocaust. Uh, it's, yeah. it's an incredible story. And I had no idea Richard Belzer were your cousin, was your cousin. Were you you know close? what? I, I talked to Richard once, and we never figured out exactly how we were related. We just decided that we would keep the myth going. <laughs> All right, we got to talk about the Barry ending. It was one of the iconic endings of television. Henry, what are your thoughts? Uh, I, I'm telling you, in the middle of the season, you know, there are eight episodes every season. This year, Bill, the genius, decided that he's going to direct them all. And he came up to me um, during a scene, uh, you know, during, waiting to, uh, to shoot a scene. Um, and he said, hey, want to know how it ends? I said, sure. He told me, and I went and had an avocado toast because I was so shaken. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I mean, it. I couldn't believe it. No. You received your first primetime Emmy, two Critics' Choice Television Awards for Best Supporting Actor in a Comedy Series, three yeah. primetime Emmy nominations, three Golden Globe nominations, four Screen Actors Guild Awards, and you were doing it wearing Gary Marshall's tie. Now, was it you, Henry, or was it the tie that was doing all the work? Okay, I am sure it was the lavender tie, but Barbara Marshall, Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Marshall, uh, Gary's wife, uh, called me up and said, I want to send you something from Gary's closet uh, when he passed away. And I thought the greatest way, <clears throat> excuse me, the greatest way to honor this man who was my mentor, who literally gave me my Los Angeles life, my my Hollywood life, was to wear his tie uh, in a scene of a character I loved. And you did. And, uh, you know, you took, you, you go from Fonzie to uh, Gene Cousineau and so many great characters in between. 
Of all the ones that you played, other than those two, what were the ones that you really enjoyed playing? Well, you know, I, I, it, it has been my dream since I was a little boy. So I'm so grateful that we're talking right this minute that I'm still in the game. You know, there are so many men who are my age who are sitting by the phone. And I would have to say I love them all. I do. I I don't have a favorite. Every time I do something, I think, you know what? This. This is my favorite. And then the next thing comes. And now, um, uh, being short and worried all the time, I have no idea what's coming next. You know, when you see the things that happened before, though, you know, some of the greatest relationships you formed uh, through your show business family. You know, Gary Marshall. Uh, talk about your oh relationship with Gary Marshall. And, and you coming in as a new actor, uh, you know, it was a minor role that you turned into the lead. You basically took over the show. And how? what kind of a role did Gary play in helping you do that? Well, you know what? He was in the room when I auditioned. He was the executive producer in television, the executive producer runs the show. Right. There were three executive producers, Tom Miller, Eddie Milkus, and Gary. Gary was the artistic arm of that triumvirate. And he had faith in me. And he uh, literally gave me this incredible um, start to my career that introduced me to the world. I, I owe him everything. Bless his soul. And you were an inspiration to so many, an entire generation, you know, uh, patterned themselves around what Fonzie did, waited every week to see, and you made such a difference. Yeah, but you, you so know what is lives. interesting? What was so interesting is that I was doing my job. I was doing what I was trained to do, what I went to school to do, and... You you have no idea that that's going on. All you're trying to do is figure out how to be the funniest you can be that week. And then we went out, and our I think the the four boys Ron Howard, Don Most, Anson Williams, and and me, uh, we went uh, out in, and we we went to Philadelphia to Wanamaker's, the the big department store. And I think that was our first real venture into the world to promote Happy Days. Right. And like 25,000 people showed up. Wow. Yeah, it was amazing. I mean, you go from nobody knows who you are except, you know, your, your immediate family and a few friends to all of a sudden this crowd screaming like we were the Rolling Stones. Did you ever think uh, when that role ended that you would ever come close to Fonzie? You know what? It was a fear. I, I sat at my desk at Paramount. Uh, my lawyer, Skip Rittenham, he started a production company for me as part of my compensation. And I sat there at my desk mortified and completely like shut down I didn't know what to do and then that's when I started producing and MacGyver was the first show 
MacGyver was an incredible show. And yeah. a, a, another show uh, that's an icon of television. And you make that happen. You const- When you get involved in something, it works. I remember, I loved watching you in Royal Pains. You know, now when you see oh, Henry Watt, that. that was such a fun oh. show. And, and, you know, those people are still friends. Um, I, I watched it with my wife, Stacy, and then I was asked if I would play the father right. uh, to the two boys. And I was, like, so excited. I knew every detail. And Henry Winkler, more coming up. He's going to be at the Fan Expo in Philadelphia this weekend at the Pennsylvania Convention Center. Now, you go to fanexpohq.com. You get all the information. It's going to be Henry. And Henry was telling me, like, when he does these things, uh, he doesn't sit behind the desk. A lot of times you go and you get in line and uh, they may sign whatever they're going to sign. They barely even look up. Not Henry. Henry, he doesn't sit behind the desk. He gets in front of the desk. He says he wants to look you in the eye. He wants to talk to you. Uh, and conversation with Henry Winkler is worth it because I could have talked to him for hours. Just listen to him. Just listen to how warm and friendly this guy has done so much. And uh, you're going to get to see him this uh, this weekend at the uh, Fan Expo in Philadelphia. And you're going to get to hear more of him coming up after New Jersey 101.5 Fast Traffic. New Jersey 101.5, Steve Trevelis. The uh, Fan Expo Philadelphia taking place this weekend. Among the many, many people there, Michael J. Fox, Christopher Lloyd, Tom Wilson, uh, Joseph Quinn, Grace Van Dien from Stranger Things, Sean Astin, you know him as Rudy, Rudy, Vincent D'Onofrio who did so much work in law and order criminal intent they had to bring in uh, Chris Noth and you know how they feel about Chris Noth these days but also going to be there Henry Winkler who you know from Happy Days who you know from Barry who you know from all those iconic roles in between and uh, I got to speak to him and this is the rest of the conversation that we had earlier this morning you had some of the greatest relationships and you still do you know, your relationship with Ron Howard, to this day, you're still friends. He's like my brother. And how, what have you learned from him? And what has he learned from you? How do you two oh, help I'll each tell other? you what I learned. I, I'll tell you what I learned from him. Humility and professional professionalism. There is a story that um, I've told many times where we're on the set. Right. I didn't like a joke. I was having trouble, and I started to beat the script. I started <laughs> to punch the script. And he's 18, I'm 27. Right. He put his arm around me, walked me to the back of the soundstage, and he said, you know, the writers are working as hard as they can. Let's not hit the script. <laughs> Ronnie, I will never... It's a script again as long as I live. Wow. And now, and you work with Adam Sandler. What's the difference between uh, working with Ron and Adam? Brilliant, brilliant man. Absolutely. And he's a family kind of guy, right? He forms Very. relationships. Very. As a matter of fact, uh, not only his own family, uh, first his parents, uh, and his cousins and his brother, then uh, Jackie and the girls, and then the people he met on the on the dorm floor of NYU. 
where he literally works with those people today. It's all about family for Henry Winkler. You know, you're a family yeah, man. You, you work on sets that create families. Now, there was one set that there were problems. Tom Hanks. How is it with you two? With Turner and Hitchin? You know, there, I, there's really no problem. Um, uh, I was directing a movie uh, that Tom was in. 13 days in, I got a call from Disney. Uh, they didn't think... Um, that I had done a good job the first 13 days, and I was let go. And Tom is Tom, and he's, uh, you know, a man called Otto, and that's adorable, and I'm here talking to you. <laughs> and it works for me. And it is such an honor, such a pleasure to have you on. Uh, you know, we and, well, and not only that, but I can't wait to get there. This Friday, I'm coming to the Megacon. Yeah. And I'm I'm so it, it, I'm telling you, it is great. I get to meet the people that watched me that I would never normally see. And you're going to be doing Q and A, going to be talking, hanging out with people. Yeah, and not only that, but I also most of the time I stand in front of my table so I can look at everybody eye to eye. Nice. That, that's the way you are. You know, that's the way you were that night. You took a picture. Well, they're of wonderful to me, too, Steve. They are wonderful to me, too. Really. What advice would you give anyone? Because, you know, your story is amazing, the way you came up uh, as an actor. Ended up going to the Yale School of Drama. Ended up getting happy days. There's so many actors uh, struggling, trying to make it. Uh, you're a great example. What advice would you give, Henry? Okay, so... The first thing I would say is be honest about your talent. Be honest about your passion. Because without those two things, you can wish all you want. And it still doesn't mean that you're going to um, have a, a successful career. But you must train your talent. You must be sure that you, you want to do this. And then... You have to be tenacious. I think tenacity is one of the most important. People are going to say, hey, I don't want to work with you. And you go, okay, I'll work with this guy. Oh, you don't want to work with me? Fine. I'll work with this guy. Okay. You finally said yes, I'm in. Now, once again, your final thoughts on Barry. I know like you tweeted out, it took you some time uh, to think about it. Have you come up with uh, your final thoughts on how you feel about the whole series? You know what? I am, I am grateful. I'm going to miss those people that were, you know, whether or not I acted with them, we were in scenes together over the four years. I saw them as they were leaving the makeup trailer, as I was going to the set and they were coming back to change into their clothes and, and leave the studio. So we were just a wonderful band of vagabonds making a very individual show. I loved it. I loved every second. I love every second of this interview. Henry Winkler, thank you so much. This, this for me, a fan, you know, since your beginning of your career from the Lords of Flatbush, thank you much, so much for coming on. You're going to be at the Fan Expo Philadelphia, fanexpohq.com this weekend at the Pennsylvania Convention Center. Henry, thanks again. 
A pleasure. I, I enjoyed talking to you. How about that? Henry Winkler. I'm uh, going to be at the Philly Fan Expo with my God. They got they got uh, Back to the Future together. I, I, I was I, on the ride in. I was listening, Steve. Yeah. I, you have no idea. I'm so I am so upset <laughs> that I'm working this weekend. I know. You, I'm out of town. I'm I know. Town. So I am I. Uh, they do this. Um, Jim DiLorenzo puts this whole thing together. Says, when is Steve going to be most busy? Let's get them all together now. <laughs> I wanted. I begged for Christopher Lloyd because I, I mean the two guys I wanted were Christopher Lloyd and Henry Winkler. And Michael J. Fox wasn't talking. He wasn't doing anything. So, uh, but Henry Winkler, you know, more than made up for it. You're a big Henry Winkler fan, Jeff Paul. Oh, I love Henry Winkler. Are you kidding? You know, it's it's hard. There's so, it's, when you're doing this kind of stuff, you know, he's in L.A., I'm here. And there's space in between because you don't know. I don't want to cut him off because he's Henry Winkler. So that's why you hear the silence. All right, sit back. Okay. Now I'll ask the question. And, you know, some of the things that, you know, he was able to say. Uh, and there was so eh, when you when you're done, I should have asked him this. I should have asked him that. You could have spoke to him, Steve, for two hours. Easily. The look at his his history, you know, between, you know, coming up in Happy Days. But before that, he was a movie actor. And then he gets to be one of the him, him and Travolta in the late 70s were probably as big as any TV stars have ever been in the history of TV. Yeah. Then he goes on to, to make more movies. He directs, he produces. And then he, then the he has a revival yeah. of and shows like Barry and movies like Click. And you, know, you know why? He, he saw himself. He sees himself as... Alan Alda is the same way. Sees himself as a character actor. And when you're a character actor, you can age. You're allowed to age. And when you look at look at Winkler from like Lords of Flatbush, which is the same as the Fonzie look. As a matter of fact, Lords of Flatbush is probably the look. That's what I was going to ask you. Right there, he had that. He went and produced Fonzie from the Lords of Flatbush. And who were the Lords of Flatbush? What's that? Who were the Lords of Flatbush? There was a nice gentlemanly group. That used to hang out over there by the beach and on Friday. Sylvester Stallone. The greatest line in that movie was when Sylvester Stallone, he's forced to get married, doesn't want to get married or whatever. And I think he grabs the jeweler and he says, you, you, movie. you say that again, you know it's going to be on your tombstone? <laughs> I was stupid enough to say this to, to this guy. Because he was mar he's married, Annie from Annie and Franny. Right, right, right. <laughs> it's 930. Fifteen minutes on New Jersey, 101.5, Steve Trevelis. Coming up, uh, Trevia, music, movies, television, New Jersey, New Jersey, 101.5. You're going to play for those lottery tickets. Would you like so much? $20 worth of New Jersey lottery scratch-off tickets. Anything can happen in Jersey. And uh, on the Justin Gonzalez handling the music as he always does. And Gemini handling New Jersey like he always does. And uh, Jeffrey Paul handling the movies and uh, the television like he always does. I will take New Jersey 101.5. And handling the news like he always does, that would be one uh, Ryan Bustle. Well, I've got news for you. Excellent news. Now it's time for Headlines and Trevlines. Ryan today. My phone says Bustle whenever I call you. As Steve comments on the headlines of New Jersey. Brace yourself, folks. For mind-blowing news. As only Steve can. What the hell's going on out here? Tell us, Ryan. All right. There's another office reboot confirmed at Amazon Prime with a female Michael Scott planned. For, of course. 
So oh, it has to be. This is uh, the Australian version of The Office. LGBTQ uh, female? Are <laughs> you going to cover our whole bases now? Oh, it's interesting. So they have a lot of different ways to diversify the cast. Um, yes. But interestingly enough, I looked it up. This is not... So most people only know of the U.S. and the uh, original British versions of The Office. But The Office has actually been attempted to be remade uh, more than 10 times in other countries. Really? Yeah. There are offices everywhere. It's been done in uh, Germany. Uh, France, Canada, Chile, Israel, Sweden, the Czech Republic, Finland, India, Poland, Saudi Arabia, and uh, there's one that's just a question mark. So, guys, okay. now we can add Australia <laughs> to the list. Okay. And now we're going to the office down under. Okay. That I, would be I, under the desk. I <laughs> love the office, I got to tell you. But I first saw the, the BBC version, even, you know. With Ricky Gervais? With Ricky Gervais. And yeah. I thought that was so brilliant. And when you watch, you know, the U.S. office, the first three episodes are mirror yeah. exactly those exact same first three episodes. And then that's when I, I watch, I, I'm a big watcher of commentaries on movies and things like that. It's right. like a free masterclass. And so I remember listening to one of the commentaries where they said, Ricky Gervais sat them down and said, no, 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 you have to do the an American version. See, a guy like Ricky Gervais's character in The Office, someone like that in the UK could keep working. So how can yeah. you make a, a bumbling fool in the American version? And that's kind of how he started to morph Have you away seen from. The State House? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, well, I know that when the reason that Carell left was because he asked for a raise and they said no and he said okay and he left i mean they had no idea that the people nbc figured that he wouldn't be that big a loss so when he asked for more he wasn't asking for a big raise he just said you know i want more money and they said nah we don't need you so he left wow and james spader was a huge as great as i love james spader as great as he was as alan shore as great as he is as raymond reddington and i love to see alan shore defend raymond reddington uh which would be really cool uh that was just not the role for him yeah no but but you know i but i also love the the, all the different people that they had they had kathy bates in there they had uh will ferrell for uh for a short time i mean so it's really great to see all the people that they brought in and i think it kind of allowed it to breathe in a way and also almost like a way where we see in, in America that a lot of times the, the guys that are at the helm, there is a bit of a revolving door at that spot. I wonder so. how many how, how many offices now have just gotten so far down in quality because they all act like they're on the office. <laughs> right? I mean, it may, you know, like forget work ethic, we're in the office. If you, I, and you see Kathy Bates is now doing Matlock. Like that show needed to be revived with Kathy Bates. They're doing a remake of a Matlock. remake of Matlock. When, when are they going to do a and remake Kathy of Bates. Cannon? Kathy Bates is in the Andy Griffith role. <laughs> do you remember Cannon? Yeah, Cannon can be distracted by waddling a, down yeah, the street. He can and... be distracted by a piece of Danish. Uh huh. <laughs> like he, he, he's trying to run down the, down the street to get a crook, but wait, there's a bakery, <laughs> and I'm gonna whip. <laughs> Stops for the hot dog. Well, what was it? Uh, Barney B. Jones was like 85 years old, chasing down 20 year olds. That was, that was and Buddy up. Right. Yeah, beating the crap out of him. The, the scarecrow. The scarecrow, right. The scarecrow. There you go. Yeah, he's a crime fighter. I'm a madlock. They're all, they're all the same show. Uncle Jed. All right, what else we got? Uh, Bruce Springsteen uh, was on tour. and he I actually, heard. Uh, well, yeah, he was on tour, and we all knew about that with uh, his expensive tickets. But he was in uh, Europe on his European tour. Right. And uh, he had a stop in Amsterdam. 
and he fell while uh, getting on stage, or well, he during mid set, well, not while getting on stage. In, in Amsterdam, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, was, he wasn't in the red Where light district. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's you know, the, is there chocolate involved? The tulips? <laughs> Sounds a little dicey uh, yeah, yeah. to me. But what's funny with the video, I don't know if it's because of the tight pants or because of his age. He like falls over, but he like rigor mortis falls over. So he like rocks back and forth on his back for a bit <laughs> like a turtle. And then like a crew comes over and like lifts him up and he does like a thumbs up and says, good night, everybody. And then he goes to like walk off the stage did you, and continues. Did you, well, how many of us haven't fallen off a stage in Amsterdam? I mean, seriously. I'm, I'm picturing, like, did you ever see the movie The, the Irishman? Yeah. Uh, okay. yeah. The one you're in, by the way. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but that's how it was getting. When De Niro was fighting the guy from in the store. Oh, yeah. yeah. He looked like he has rigor mortis. Like, he looks like Frank's like, Ugh. 75 <laughs> years old. Yeah, they got, got him made to up to look like a 30-year-old. Supposed to be 36 ridiculous. years old there, yeah. yeah. All right, 1-800-283-101.5. More to come. 15 minutes on New Jersey, 101.5. Steve Trevelis. Trevia is coming up at 10, so jump on the phones now. Music, movies, television, New Jersey, New Jersey, 101.5. Giving away $20 worth of New Jersey Lottery scratch-off tickets. The New Jersey Lottery. Anything can happen in New Jersey. And to find out all the things that are happening in New Jersey, and for commentary from Justin Gonzalez, who uh, sings Queen songs when he's not here, and Gemini, who does the magic and the ventriloquism and the comedian, and Jeffrey Paul, the funniest guy in Staten Island as well as New Jersey, and uh, and uh, Ryan Bissell, who's going to deliver the stories. What's and happening? Ryan. Um, and Ryan. Yeah. So when I first saw this, I and thought... And Jerry Mathers is the beaver. <laughs> <laughs> So when I first saw this, I thought they were just printing the same article again. Uh, but Al Pacino is going to be surpassing his friend Rob De Niro, Robert De Niro, uh, as the oldest Hollywood dad at 83 years old. Really? Yeah. He recently announced that uh, it's going to be his uh, his looks like his seventh child. Wow. Yeah, he has six children with three different women, and wow. it's going to be child number seven. Uh, he just confirmed it, and uh, his buddy. Um, Al Pacino. No, Al Pacino. Robert I got these De Niro. mixed up. I don't even know what I'm reading. Yes. Al Pacino is 83. Right. Robert De Niro announced like last week or two weeks ago that he was also expecting a child, but he's not as old as Al Pacino. Uh, Gemini saw uh, Robert De Niro with his movie son, Sebastian Maniscalco, this weekend. I, saw, I did. For I your did. birthday. For Happy my birthday, birthday. My family took me out. and um, But I don't know if everybody goes out as a family for, on their <laughs> birthday. But mine didn't turn out too good. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, and I'm sorry to the family. But it's just, I just, we were, had such a nice steak dinner, you know, and you eat everybody. And when you have a daughter who loves you, who loves you, who loves you, who loves you, just wants everything to go so perfect. Uh -huh. A man is not used to that. And I'm sorry. And she wanted the, the you know, all the guys were going to come out singing and everything. I didn't know. I wanted to it's gonna be late for the movie. Right. Come on, hurry up, everybody! <laughs> easy. We gotta go now. We gotta go. She has like t ten guys all waiting with candles and stuff, and I didn't even know. I said, "Look, I'm tired. I'm gonna wait for you in the car. We gotta get to the movie." You're kidding? Yes. I saw the guys. I, yeah, I should have known. I, I'm sorry, family. They, they, you were out to dinner with your family, yes, right? There you are in the restaurant. Yes, we were. And you noticed. You gotta notice something coming up. Was uh, this a milestone? He, birthday? He's, he's birthday. Bonnie Rubble. Uh, come he's on. Bonnie he's Rubble. Bonnie I did not know that anything was coming up. Guys coming this But thing. then you went and sat in the car. <laughs> you no, know, because I, I thought I'd go get the I'm car to get them. Go. To oh, so quicker. you weren't being obstinate. I'm going to go sit in the car. You were like, no, I'll go get, get the, car. the car. Yeah, so he could be on time at the movie. I know, but no one stopped you? Uh, I don't know. I ran. 
Did you get to take the cake home? Uh, yes, we did, and it was delicious. This place uh, called Char's over on oh, yeah. 202. Awesome. Oh, Char's, yeah. What kind of what kind of cake did you get? I, it was mousse. It just melted mousse? in your mouth. It didn't look good like at first. It looked like, you know, what mousse looks mousse. like. Yeah, but it was and, good. And then you ate it. It was like, oh, my oh, God, yeah. melted in your mouth. Thank, thank you, family. Sorry we, we didn't get along. Uh-huh. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> so uh, you think this is going to get you off the list, though? I don't know. You're just saying that to get in. You're just saying that you're at home tonight. No, That's I just hope my wife's listening one time. Uh, you know what? The one time your wife is Oh, God, uh, then you, you know what? Fruit. It would be nice, uh, Sabrina, if you want to call, no, no. or uh, Philomena, <laughs> if you want to call and give your half of the story here, we'd be okay with that. Steve, you're a mean man. No, I, I mean, fans. I think there's yeah. more to the story here. The poor guy, he goes out for his birthday, right? They finally take him out. What, what, what restaurant did you go to? It was a nice oh, Charles. Charles. Oh, Charles, the whole thing. Oh, okay, yeah. not just a bad. Right? Uh, and what know. did you get? Did you get a chest? Got a steak? nice steak. You got a nice steak? Steak for two? Steve, what else are you getting? Chaz. No, what, I, are you I, getting I, chicken? I don't know. Some people do. Some people get the fish. No, I don't know why everybody would, would get the you do fish. That? I wouldn't, but some people. You know, no. some places when you get the fish, it's pretty good. Yeah, but you go. There to, are. You you know, go we could do a topic on that one. You're getting steak. I would normally do that, but there were people that would get the same. I go. I go to a steakhouse with Justin Gonzalez. He orders fish. We're not friends anymore. Why would it be on the menu? Why would it be on the menu? Because you got to satisfy the psychopath. You got to satisfy the <laughs> so oh the special God. psychopath menu on page three. Uh, Ryan, come on no. in. Read another story. Okay, first. just going back to that though, Jeffrey. If we went to the restaurant together and and you were paying, we wouldn't be friends. I just apologize. <laughs> All right, what else we got? I don't know what that means. But uh, okay. We're all talking about fish here. The Little Mermaid was getting review bombed so hard on IMDb that they had to change the rating system. Really? Really? Because they thought it was, why? Because I, I read something about that where the, they got reviewed as being not, there wasn't enough kink in it. And Twitter got mad that people were describing the movie with kink. No, actually, people uh, were, well, at least this article says it's because people had issue with uh, Halle, Berry, Halle Bailey playing uh, Ariel because she's uh, a black woman and not who wait. cares? Just play, play no, a role great. It should be great. It's just a voice. It's a voice. Yeah. It's a voice. Wait, is, it, is it an well, anime? I think it was a live version. It's live action. Yeah. Oh, it's a live action? It's yeah. live action. So they have issue with the casting. Um, and they, they I heard that the New York Times did. I think it was the New York Times did a bit that it wasn't it wasn't uh, kinky and there, there wasn't enough kink in it. There was too. It's a kids movie. Monotone. I, that's why people were upset that they used that word. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't get that comment. There's not enough kink. They said there's not enough. Hold on. Uh, now I got to go Google it. I'm sorry. Not, you, you go with your kids to the movie. You need some eye candy. You, you need, you need to be able to stick right. around them. Like, like, like she wasn't in the handcuffs know, I wish they or did anything. That with the Snow White. <laughs> yeah. You know, those Seven on. Dwarfs would have been different. No, no, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You guys, oh man, John, you set me up for a joke. I can't say because we're on FM radio. New York Times calls for more kink in Disney remake of The Little Mermaid. Right, the New York Times made an unexpected splash on social media from the Post, of course, by posting a tweet that called for more kink in the live-action remake of the Disney classic Little Mermaid. The newspaper tweeted a review of the children's movie by culture critic Wesley Morris on Friday and included an excerpt that slammed the movie for missing joy, fun, mystery, risk, flavor, kink. Mm. I gotta hit the break now. Hold on. Jersey Radio. I'm calling in because I love you guys and I listen every day. <laughs> New Jersey 101.5. And now the show that. 
I don't want that. Oh, wait a minute. We got to go back. Hey, Ryan, can you uh, cue up this break? We uh, Something happened here. I didn't hit anything. I don't think I hit anything. We're going to reload now. Right after we do New Jersey 101.5 fast traffic, which should be coming shortly. In the meantime, uh, where are you going to be, Jeff? I am going to be uh, Friday night at Catch Horizon Star in Princeton. Really? Yeah. Who are you working with? Uh, Billy Garen. Oh, Billy's great. Yeah. Billy does never, the cruises. Never, Billy's very funny. How many people have ever gone to their prom and uh, saw some comedians? I hear it's a big deal, like in New York. Well, they don't drink. That's a problem. No, that's that was an interesting thing. thing. When I was a kid, on my prom, I went to Dangerfields. Then, yeah. year, then years later, I got to perform at Dangerfields. You know, regularly. the prom crowd. But the first time I, I walked back in there, it was the first time I'd been there since the prom. And all those memories come back, and the, the place was still exactly. Did you ever the see same. Rodney there? Is it ready to go? No. He just basically lent his name. He moved out of California. Oh, I saw him there. Hold on. We're going to see what oh. happens. Hold on. Let okay. me see you. I just, got, I just got, to get, I got to get the break. Hold on. Here's fast traffic. There we go. Here's fast traffic. I saw him. Really? I saw him there. National winner of the 2022 Edward R. Murrow Award for Best Newscast. We are New Jersey 101.5. Traffic sucks. That's the report. Oh, we're doing more? New Jersey 101.5 instant weather, mostly clear this evening, then increasing low clouds late, lows between 50 and 55. It'll be warm day all right, we have got 61 degrees in Little Lake Harbor. What happened to the music? 62 degrees in Rahway. Uh 65 degrees in Camden. Crash traffic. Instant weather. Every 15 minutes on New Jersey. 101.5. What the hell happened? I have no idea. I'm going to try this again. Hold on. Uh, there we go. Ah, no music. It's trivia. <laughs> oh my God, when you were saying music, Television. I thought you wanted me to sing. No, you did very good. That was very good. Just, okay, sorry. I like that. Okay. Our, our people will call your people. I was going to call Raymond, who, but he already who, sang. Who was who was singing that? What song was that? It was Sun, John Denver. Ge- Sunshine Gemini. on my shoulder. No, who, 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 who's who's the singer of that song? John Denver. Yeah, let's try and keep it that way, right? Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Raindrop people. All right, yeah. let's go yeah. to, uh, let's go, oh, 61 degrees on the Lake Harbor, 62 degrees Rahway. Uh, we did that already. This Father's Day, New Jersey 101.5, giving Dad some meat and some heat. Shut up. We're starting Monday. Listen for Father's Day meat and heat code word at 9 a.m., 2 p.m., and 5 p.m. You can instantly win some meat, a free $100 Wegmans gift card. You'll also qualify to win some heat, our grand prize of a $900 Weber grill from Parks Casino. There's three chances to win every weekday, thanks to our sponsors, Wegmans and Parks Casino, with the closest 
Live Table Games. Exit 6 off the New Jersey Turnpike. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Good luck and happy Father's Day from New Jersey. 101.5, the holiday where Gemini will not be getting cake from his family. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, you, I, when I told you that story, I was trying to tell you that you would, because you know them, you would be like an influence to be a help to me. I am helping. How are you helping? He's not helping you. Uh, I didn't say I was helping you. I was helping. All right, let's go to Elena is in Union on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Elena. Hi there. How are you? Happy birthday. I'm good. How are you? Good. Thank you very much for the birthday wishes, uh, Elena. Yes. I also want to say that I want to wish a happy birthday to my brother, Fernando Paulo. Uh, he is working right now, so he I know he's listening to us. And my daughter, in an hour and a half, will have a birthday. Oh, really? Uh, wow, look at this. It's all Gemini's. I, I'm telling it's you, it's the Gemini's. birthday club. Oh, really? Can you hear the drums, Fernando? We're wishing you a happy birthday. See what I did there? You know, that what? was going to be yes. the sequel to the uh, Breakfast Club. There you go. It was going to be the birthday club. Uh, John News. What is your category, Elena? Honestly, I just called to say happy birthday. I didn't even know that I was playing a game. Oh, would you like to play a game, Elena? Take a shot. Uh, why not? It's called Trevia. Music, go. movies, television, New Jersey, New Jersey 101.5. You get it right, and uh, we'll give you the lottery tickets here. $20 worth of New yeah, Jersey lottery. Let's do music. All right, music. Justin. Music. Okay. So, uh, name this Jersey musician who spent the 70s reeling in the years with his partner. Was it Donald Fagan? Was it Daryl Hall? Was it Paul Simon? Or was it David Cassidy? Ooh. Nicole, I don't know. Because I'm not good at this. I'm going to take a guess, okay? No, you okay. can do that. Who is it? Who is it? No, I, I don't know why I feel like it was David Cassidy. No. I'm so sorry. But happy birthday to all your family. Like, yeah, really. It's wonderful. In Edison, we have Brooke. Hi, Brooke. You're on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Steve. How are you? Good. How you doing? Okay. Hi, guys. Hey, hey. All right, Brooke. You feeling good tonight? I enjoyed your show a lot tonight. Oh, Great thank show. you, Brooke. What's the best thing happened to you today, other than my show? Well, I was going to say your show. I got to hear Henry Winkler, and I got to hear Raymond, and your funny guests, and now I'm playing trivia, so that's good. <laughs> what, is, what, what is your category, Brooke? Uh, go with New Jersey 101.5. Ah, New Jersey 101.5. She's, right, she's pulling out all the right answers. Uh, you know what, really? You know what? Okay, here we go, here we go, here we go. Um, I want you to tell me. The year that New Jersey 101.5 started talking Jersey. Was that 1990, 1995, 1994, 1997. I think it was 1990, I hope. 1990? Yes. Yes! Yes! All right. Another winner. I'm telling you, winners to the left of me. Winners to the right of me. And Gemini in the middle. All right, let's go to uh, Rosemary is in uh, Ewing on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Rosemary. Hey, how are you? Happy birthday, Gemini. I'm a Gemini also. Uh, How many people do you have inside you? (laughs) 
too many. Okay, <laughs> I'm telling you, the Gemini, especially when you're on that in the middle there, you got like different people all fighting. When's your birthday? What's that? When's your birthday? It was yesterday. We had a lot oh, of trouble at the family party. <laughs> All his people are not speaking to him. <laughs> what, what is your category, Rosemary? New Jersey 101.5. New Jersey 101.5. And make it easy because it's my birthday. You know, oh, look at that. Look at that. Look at that. Name the New Jersey 101.5 personality who named his son after a beetle. Would that be... Oh, go no. ahead. Go ahead. You want, you want to guess? Uh, You. Hey, look at this, look at this. My son's going, Dad, did you have to tell him? All right, 1-800-283-101.5. It is Trevia Music, Movies, Television, New Jersey, New Jersey 101.5. Multiple choice questions. We're only praying now that this works. Multiple, what? You're going to play Traffic Bed and the Weather Bed as their own thing. As it, down, down below? As, well, let's do that when I get the break. I get it the news now. Okay. Okay. <laughs> We're very informal with this show. Biting commentary. Yes, really. <laughs> Justin Gonzalez is doing the music. Gemini's doing New Jersey. Jeffrey Paul is uh, doing crossword puzzles. Was, and, wasn't uh, his son uh, happy that he was one of the television people? He was very happy that he yeah. wanted to be okay. Better than... Do you write, the other son, the other son was named after my father. Ah, so there. My sacred father. No, nobody, nobody was named after any monkey. Well, you know, it was funny. <laughs> he came family. so close to being Buddy Holly. No, <laughs> my, no. My, 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 my wife over. It's funny because like Lennon Paul is right. the one, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. And the other one is Albert. And though I was good, in, and, and my father-in-law's name is Franklin, so he That's came very name, close right. to being Francis Albert. Ah, oh, no. How cool would that have been, eh? 10.30. Jersey 101.5. Weather brought to you by NJ Diet. 40 days to lose 20 to 40 plus pounds. Summer is quickly approaching. So contact NJDiet.com to lose 20 to 40 plus pounds in only 40 days. Contractually guaranteed. 855-5NJDiet or NJDiet.com. It is Trevia, music, movies, television, New Jersey, New Jersey 101.5. We are giving away those lottery tickets that you like so much. And a uh, very, very good deal here because uh, $20 worth of scratch-offs. New Jersey lottery. Anything can happen in Jersey. Uh, let's go to Lori's in Oakland on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Lori. Hey, Steve. How you doing? I'm good. How about you? I'm doing good. So, uh, did you have a good day today, Louie? Yeah, had a good laugh on your port. Oh, there you go. That made it worth it. All right. And uh, you, well, your, your phone didn't work when you couldn't get through the Henry Winkler. You yeah. laughed at my flip phone. You better get a real phone, Steve, like you told me. I had the phone. He might, for some, did you guys ever have this where the phone call comes in and for some reason it just goes to voicemail? Yeah. For no reason at all. Flip phone. You got to go back to the flip phone. I'm, going, I'm, I'm going to the princess phone. Forget the flip phone. I'm going, remember the princess phone? I'm going to get a princess. I'm going to get a wall princess phone. <laughs> I'm taking no chances. Pretty, pretty princess. Okay. A pretty, a pink, we'll a pink, that. pretty princess. What's your category, okay. Lori? Gotta go with the birthday boy. All right, that would be you, oh, well, Gemini. Okay, a birthday boy. You know we're all birthday boys here at one time or another. Yeah. <laughs> Just all right. All right. Okay. Okay. So, 
it sounds like you might have gotten trouble in your life once or twice. So this is might be something. When is it illegal to wear a bulletproof vest in New Jersey? When is it illegal? Can't do it. Wear a bulletproof vest in New Jersey while swimming in any lake, singing in the rain during a lightning storm, while committing a murder, or while exposing yourself in a public park. When when you can't wear it, it's illegal. Go. Illegal? Yes. I'd say in a lake. I don't know. Okay. Why are you always illegal? Well, you got to give them the choices. I did give him the choices while swimming in any lake is the one. And did you pick that one? No. Yeah, that's Sing- why I said a lake. Okay, you speak. Uh, was I'm it trying- the lake? No. What well, that's what I missed. Hold on. I was trying to. I'm all <laughs> Sorry, I'm getting mixed up. I don't know. <laughs> I give him one simple mission. I, I just, okay. I tried to- Meg is in Doylestown on New Jersey 101.5. <laughs> hey, Meg. Hey, everybody, how you doing tonight? What about you? Good, thanks. I'll take music. Music. Okay. So, uh, Nick Jonas of the Jonas Brothers appeared as a villain on which network detective show? Was it Hawaii Five-O, Elementary, Trab Sporter, uh, I believe that's supposed to be transporter. Transporter. I, I was going to say it Trans- looks like it. Well, Trans- there's a B there, so I read it as as is. Okay. And law and order. Which one was it? Elementary. What was that again? Elementary. Uh, unfortunately, no. I'm a loser. We still love I'm you. We hope you still love us. All right, let's go to Vince in New Egypt on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Vince. Hey, what's going on, Steve? How are we doing tonight, man? Yeah. How, how are we doing lottery tickets? Uh, by the way, congrats, man. Henry, Rink, Hen, uh, Henry uh, Winkler, man. I just got into Barry. I just oh. finished the second season, so I have no idea like what's going on. Anyway, it was a what a. What That's a, what why I didn't mention it. That's why we just glossed over it. I didn't tell you, but it's a I it's an incredible. That. What a what an honor though to speak to the legend from Happy Days. Oh man, he was amazing. I could have talked for hours. I really could have. I bet. I bet, man. Congrats. And uh, uh, what's the old man that sings? It was a pleasure to hear uh, hear him sing tonight again. Oh, Ray. yeah. Raymond. <laughs> uh, what is your oh, category, my friend? Um, let's go movies. Movies. Okay. Let me give you a, a question, okay, Vince, from one of my favorite movies. It's a great movie. It's from the movie Cinderella Man. Uh, what logo is seen on the shorts of boxer Max Bear, who is played by Greg Burko? Is it A, the number one? B, the star of David, C, a cross, or D, a money sign? Um, damn, I never saw a Cinderella man. Oh, I'll go with C, though. Oh, I'm sorry, ma'am. Uh, but your homework is to go watch that movie. Yeah, you it's gotta outstanding. See this movie. What it's, happened? It's not funny. It's a great way. I'm a loser. I'm a loser. What's going on tonight, man? I think we're haunted or something. We need cake. We need cake. <laughs> if only we had cake. Some chocolate mousse Some cake. Some chocolate mousse cake. We're going very good right Sabrina, now. Sabrina, I am sorry that they found out. This <laughs> they found out. Uh, Adrian is in Westfield on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Adrian. Happy birthday to Gemini. Thank you very much, really. I, I think I'll go with uh, New Jersey. Oh. Okay. All right. Here's, uh, I'll do this. Who's the famous aviator? 
Charles Lindenberg lived in what New Jersey town? Um, was it A, French town, B, Hopewell, C, Borden town, or D, Branchburg? Charles Lindenberg. Lindbergh. Like Lindbergh. the cheese. <laughs> could you, could you uh, go through that again? Yeah. The, Charles Lindbergh. Uh, he lived in New Jersey town. He was the famous aviator. Uh, was he in, did he live in Frenchtown, B, Hopewell, or C, Bordentown, D, Branchburg? I don't know. I'll go with Branchburg. No. Uh, I'm a loser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I'm a loser. In Whiting, we have Michael on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Michael. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How about you? Good, thanks. So, how was your day, Michael? Oh, it was very good. It's the best thing that happened to you today, Michael. Um, had a great day at work. You had a you had a great. What do you do? I work with finance and numbers. We got to think about that for a while, right? All right, what's your category? Not New Jersey. There he is. Okay. All right, here's one that everybody kind of knows, but, you know, so I'm rooting for you here. What is the state New Jersey would you find the only legal, legal clothing optional beach? Legal. It's the legal one. Wildwood, Island Beach State Park, Atlantic City, or Sandy Hook? I'm going to have to go with Sandy Hook. You're the winner. All right. Legal. Jersey 101.5. You guys don't know where Piles Grove is, do you? Anybody? Anybody? You know where Piles Grove is? Piles Grove. Pile, not Cosgrove. Piles Grove. Piles Grove. It's a place. It's a place. It's next to, to uh, like, bigger piles. Gomer. Gomer. Artemis Piles Grove. It's next to Gomer. Yeah, Artemis Piles Grove. Is that really? <laughs> they, they like the southern music down there. All right. Let's go to uh, Gary is in Edison on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Gary. Welcome to Trevia. Thank you. A great interview with Henry Winkler. Oh, thank you, Gary. I appreciate that. I loved it. What was your category, Gary? Music, movies, television, New Jersey, New Jersey 101.5. Jersey? And happy birthday to Gemini. Hey, thank you, buddy. Thank you for, very much. Did I'm you, at the end of the month. Oh, oh, so you're like, you're old. You're on the, the wild side of the Gemini. <laughs> Did you see if this guy is having a nice day, Steve? I was going to ask. Are you having a nice day, Gary? <laughs> Yeah, uh, the interview was great. I'm talking to you. There you go. Does it get any better than that? All right. What's your, all right we got his category. Go ahead, give him the question. Oh, uh, which Washington Irving is said to have been inspired to write the legend of the Sleepy Howl by a legend in what New Jersey town? Okay. Is it A, Monaha, B, Wayne, C, Kenilworth, D, Mount Clare. Can you run that by me again? Oh, I was scared you were going to ask that. <laughs> A. Mahawa. Mawa. Mawa. Like Wawa. Mawa. Like, like Wawa. It's, Mawa. Like, it's called Mam. Mawa. Mawa. Amanama. Right. Okay, stop. <laughs> I'm sorry, buddy. <laughs> Literal B. translation. I had a nice day. <laughs> Mawa. And and then B is Wayne C. Kenilworth. 
and D is Montclair. 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 <laughs> Montclair. No. Not Montclair? No. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm on. Kathy is in Fensofkin on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Steve. How are you? Good. How are you, Kathy? I'm great. Oh. Happy birthday, G. <laughs> I work with oh, me. G. Well, look at that, eh? Right. And my kids gave me a really great birthday party this past Saturday at a karaoke place. Oh, they did? Did you sing? Yeah. What'd you sing? Oh, of course. I did my Stevie Nicks, my Ted Nugent, you know. You did Stevie Nicks as Ted Nugent? Oh, yeah. Let me hear you sing. Let me hear you sing some Stevie Nicks. Oh, my God. Stand back, stand back. Is that Stevie Nicks? I'm telling you, right? How about a little Ted Nugent? Cash, cash, fever. That's Stevie Nicks on the phone? <laughs> <laughs> What's your category, Kathy? Music, please. There she yeah. is. You got her in the mood now. Okay, there we go. So uh, let's go with... Okay, since we're doing some rock and roll, <laughs> name the Jersey rocker who released a Star Wars Christmas song. Was it Frankie Valli, John Bon Jovi, Bruce Springsteen, or Charlie Puth? <clears throat> Say that again. <laughs> Name the Jersey rocker Star who released Wars. a whatever Star Wars Christmas yeah, I'm song. I'm here. No, no, Frankie Valley. I know that. Okay, or, or uh, Bon Jovi, Springsteen, or Charlie Puth? Again, it's a it's a Star Wars Christmas song. I tried Charlie. Charlie. Charlie Puth. Is that what you said? Yeah. No. I'm sorry. That should be the play. Uh, you know, just you say it. No. 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 Oh, my God. <laughs> Let's go to Eddie and Jackson on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Eddie. Hey, how's it going, guys? Happy birthday, Chimney. Hey, thank you very much for saying that. <laughs> how's it going? Did you have a good day, Eddie? Yes. What's the best thing happened to you? I got the fix up. The fitting that was broken on the pool tank, it kept leaking. I finally fixed it. Oh, that's the best when you could do something yourself and have it work. I do not know that feeling. And just in time for this weekend. Too. Yeah, oh. the 90-degree weekend. Eddie, where you live, we're coming to your house. You can, well, more than welcome in Jackson. All right. What's your category, Eddie? We'll bring the cake. Give TV a shot. Ah, TV, okay. Jeffrey Paul. Here you go, Eddie. I just fixed my pool this weekend, too, so... I feel you. Okay. Um, one of our favorite uh, TV shows that we talk about on the show is Taxi. So okay. who was Locke's alter ego? Was it Vic Ferrari? Was it Chad Lotus? Was it Lance Lamborghini? Or was it Mustang Sal? Oh, can you repeat that one more time, please? Sure. Who was Locke's alter ego? Was it Vic Ferrari? Was it Chad Lotus? Was it Lance Lamborghini? Or was it Mustang Sal? It was the first one. Vic Ferrari. Did you say Vic yeah. Ferrari? Yes. Yes. Congratulations, Eddie. What? All right. Let's go to Staten Island and we'll talk to Skippy. Hey, how's it going? Good, Skippy. How are you? Wonderful. What's the best thing happened to you today? The Mets won. Oh my God, that's that's the best thing happened all in New York today. What's, <laughs> what's your what's your category, Skippy? 
Movies. Ah, okay. Yep. You ready? Yes. Another great movie. In the movie, American Hustle, Bradley Cooper's character, Richie, has wadded in his hair in the scene in his apartment. Does he have in his hair hair curlers? Does he have gum? Does he have peanut butter? Or does he have party beads? Party beads. Oh, come on, Skippy. I, I believe that was supposed to be an underhand pitch. Has <laughs> uh, he missed that? Catch your rising star Friday night. Friday night. And Saturday or just Friday? No, no. Saturday I will be up in uh, Holy, Pennsylvania, headlining at Crazy Country Club. But Friday night. Friday for night. New Jersey folks at Princeton, catch your rising star. I hear it's a good club. It's a great club. A great club. And uh, Mr. Gemini and I will be at the uh, Heightstown High School doing the after prom party at the special 3 a.m. show. You better not be hiding out in the bushes. Nobody. <laughs> Nobody. And Justin? This weekend I'm in New England, but on the 10th, I'm going to be in Mount Holly for Second Saturday at Gallery 72. So check out JustinGonzalezTenor.com. All right. And then we'll talk tomorrow night, okay? Okay. Before I go. This has been the Steve Travely Show On Demand. Check out the latest from Steve on our free app or nj1015.com. New Jersey 101.5.